Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello there and welcome to another episode of Four Times a Podcast. This episode is brought to you as usual by the great guys at footballprizes.co.uk. This week's Celtic prize is a Celtic 21-22 squad signed framed champions montage. So if you want to have a bit of memorabilia from last season's champions, then you can enter that for £3.95 over at Football Prizes. We can get you 10% off your ticket as well. You just put in a code 4 times 10 at checkout and that will get you 10% off. The draw ends on Thursday the 20th of October at 7.30pm and the draw will be made live at 8.30pm on Friday the 21st October over on Football Prizes Facebook page so good luck to you if you enter that and we'll get on with the show Hello there and welcome to another episode of Four Times in a Podcast. It's been a few weeks since we've been on. Uh, I'm sure you've missed us. We've got a lot to catch up on, but we'll not we'll no hard back a few weeks because I know you've got plenty of other great Celtic content that's kept you up to date, but we'll focus on what's just happened. Danny, I'll come to you. On Saturday, it was Celtic v Hibs. It finished 6-1 Celtic and there was emotional scenes before the game when Frank McGarvey gave an emotional speech after his cancer diagnosis. He was thanking the support for their support towards him and quite fittingly, as Frank's a member of the 100 goals at Celtic club, somebody else joined it that day. It was James Forrest. He hit a hat-trick and he took himself to 100 goals. I think he's on 99 assists as well. So what did you make of Saturday and what we'll just start off with what an achievement for James Forrest? Ah, it's a brilliant achievement for, for James Forrest, for anybody to hit 100 goals for Celtic. It was emotional before the game with Frank McGarvey, it was one of my dad's heroes I was brought up, and stories about what a great player Frank McGarvey was and how, you know, he was one of an end and all that. Loved scoring for Celtic, so that was sad, but the players gave him a, a terrific performance to, to cheer him up a wee bit, if, if he can be cheered up, but... It was exactly the response that a Celtic team needed. We've been screaming out for a performance like that for a few weeks and 
I was quite intrigued to see Forrest in the team. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I've not been his biggest fan over the years, but um, he's obviously a a very good player. Um, uh, been a good player for Celtic over the last about twelve years, and a hundred goals is not to be sniffed at. Um, but it was Saturday was really what the team were needing for a while. They've been threatening to hammer something. I know we we can you can laugh and say. You know, all the chances that they create in the Champions League and they can hardly score, but yet, you know, Scotland, you've got them throwing them in for us, as well as taking all the chances that we create. But for since, probably since the Dundee United game, I know we beat Rangers 4 nothing after that, Um, so fair enough, since the Rangers game, it's no, no, no been bad, I wouldn't say, but we've not been as, as hot in front of goal as what we could have been, and then on Saturday we were really good, and... It was, I just thought the song of the playing Saturday was great. And to finish a game after 25 minutes, just go free and up or whatever, however many minutes it was, was just been a while since we'd done that. And it was uh, it was really pleasing. And Forrest, Forrest will take all the credit, but there were six or seven really good performances on Saturday. And um, I, just, I just think it was what they needed after Tuesday because they came in for a lot of stick. Um, the players and the manager and, and I know a lot of fans weren't too happy um, but it was the exact response that they needed and hopefully it bodes them well going into because I know there's only a couple of weeks left before the World Cup but I think there's still five or six games so very important to go in in a good good frame of mind I very much so I agree with you I think it was uh, definitely our best performance in terms of full full round performance and putting the chances away it was definitely our best performance since the Rangers game we we've had a few games obviously with disappointment and disappointment and then we've had a few games where people were questioning our uh, lack of finishing touch where we had half the team missing sitters and then obviously last week against St Johnston it was a pretty poor performance but we got the last minute goal that sort of lifted us and I know we had a disappointment during the week against Leipzig but it was great to really bounce back like that and I think it was a game that the team and the squad really needed because Ange made five changes from that Leipzig game and when we obviously made the changes against St Mirren a lot of people held it against them but I thought every player that came in done brilliant and as as you said Danny there was six or seven that really did stand out I thought Baxter-Banovic looked brilliant the first half I know Ange said he'd been sort of nursing a knock but he was desperate to play I think he he, he just looks like he's getting better and better he obviously uh, set up the first goal as well it was a great performance for him. I thought Aaron Moy is somebody who's took quite a lot of stick in the last few weeks. People just saying that he's no good enough, but I think he's seen more of what people seen the first few weeks of Moy, where he had a great impact and he just seemed to stroll. I know he's not the fastest. I I mentioned it in our group chat. I think he sometimes think he looks like he's gone in slow motion, but he's reading of the game and just sort of awareness just allows him to be that composed and it just looks like he's in first gear all the time and uh, he two great passes for goals as well so delighted for him and even a guy like Dyson Maida coming on uh, at half time and getting the final goal was fantastic for him because he is another one who's been getting quite a lot of stick the last few weeks so that might just give him the bit of confidence boost uh, that he's been needing but no a great performance and delighted for James Forrest I'm like you Danny I'm, I've been quite vocal uh, that I've, I've sort of had issues with a forest level of consistency but look 100 goals for Celtic I, I, I would give my life to score one for Celtic so he's done something incredible and there's not that many people that have done it and 
even Mercer, even Mercer, few that have done a hundred and a hundred assists as well, and I think he's only one assist away from that. And uh, for that to be his first uh, start of the season as well, it just gives Angel a lot more food for thought. I thought Forrest done well when he came on against St Johnston as well, and he, he does look like he seems to understand that he he will contribute, and Ange says as much that he's going to be using the full. Uh, capacity squad, so I think Forrest coming in just was a really welcome boost, especially with Jota out injured the last few games as well, and it was great to see him uh, come in and stand stand out and get that hat trick to seal these 100 goals, but Andy, what did you make it? it was, who stood out for you? Uh, I would, I'd, I'd say I agree, I think there was quite a few players which were had, had really good games, um, obviously Forrest which you've already touched on, um, brilliant achievement, Um uh, everything he says is, is spot on it's a guy that's come in for a lot of criticism um, particularly recently and but even when the contract was renewed there was a lot of questions being asked and all the rest of it but he knows his value to the squad and you see it's he's, he's first start and he's sort of bagged in a hat trick and anytime he's featured recently he's, he's played well and that, that's been well deserved so buzzing with that but in terms of other players I thought uh, I thought Carter Vickers had a, had a great game Um Obviously, defensively, which you usually get from you expect, but uh, bringing the ball for the back, and we've seen um, that sort of wee highlight of the boy puts it to Hexabanovich and he brings it down. Um, we had a great first touch, but I've seen that ball happen umpteen times through, through the first half, especially when Hexabanovich was on. But I thought Carter Vickers was really, really effective at sort of kicking off Alex moves. Because um, Hibs, like any team that come to Parkhead, um, for the majority of the sort of trying to be hard to beat, be compact um, and things like that so quite often you're going to have to see the ball's going to come back across and it's recycled um, and the defenders are, are the ones that really need to sort of break the line and I thought he was outstanding at that. Another one Burnaby who again I thought he was outstanding in Perth for St Johnston. I thought he was our best player that day despite how poor we were but I thought he was great that day and I thought he had another great game against Tibbs. Um, and it's a position where he's, he's going to have to keep that level of performance because Greg Taylor's been outstanding um, all season. So I thought Burnaby was, uh, had, had a great game. Um, and again, similarly, what you were saying with Forrest, it's going to give the manager food for thought because he's come in and he's performing at a really high level. Um, I thought Moy had a good game. Jack and Marcus again. You know what you get from Boxy's arse I've got a double. Um clinical striker you, you know what you're going to get and then I thought the rest of them who started the game were solid um, gave gave good performances and again for the subs um, buzzing for my that he got his goal he's had so much stick recently and people are, are quick to give him a hard time and all the rest of it but very good for the boy he come on and obviously work away and gets his goal which is is going to lift the confidence that's what it's going to come down to this is a squad we've got the new um so as long as confidence is high and, and the goals are getting in, then hopefully um, there'll be more performances similar to this one. But I was really happy with the performance that they done. I thought it's been due. We've been due to give somebody a doing. Like the goals haven't quite been there um, for what we were used to. And obviously the results with the European games factored in and the St Mirren game results have been a bit up and down. Um, but to come out and um, try to put a show on for the fans like that and uh, the Forest hat trick. It was it was a really good game, um, and buzzing for the team. And hopefully, like you say, it's there's been a couple of injuries here and there, and even during the game, like Jackie Marcus and things going off, and Hacksaw Banfield taking off off time. Yacht has been out, 
So it's a good to see that that might not have been everybody's sort of first team starting strongest starting eleven, but they've come out and they've papped in six goals against a Hibs team who seem to be on the up, um, picking up better results. And I uh, brilliant performance and just looking forward to the next game now. I I think that's sort of been overlooked, Andy. I think obviously uh, Hibs are actually sitting third in the league. I didn't notice it until after the game when I heard it mentioned. So to have the the third best team in the country coming Celtic part and blow them away like that was just even more impressive. But uh, Tony, it was the perfect way to bounce back after that disappointment to Leipzig during the weekend. Also after a couple of nervy wins against Motherwell and uh, St Johnston, what, what did you make a Saturday? Thought we were absolutely fantastic. Thought it was a great game to watch. It was one of the games you you didn't want to end. Um, I thought they were just absolutely brilliant for the first whistle. Really set about Hibs. I think you just said there they're the third best team in the country. I think they were on a good run before they played the D United then us. Um, I thought we were brilliant. Um, I was happy for Forrest. I was I was surprised that. Um, he got a hat-trick, I mean, I get put in the chat that I thought Angie had been drinking when I seen the team sheet, but that was because it was actually me, I was in the pub at the time, so it shows you what I know and what the manager knows, so I'm sure he'll feel a bit, um, sort of the word will be, he's probably, um, he probably feels as though he's, he's proved a few doubters wrong, because I think a lot of people wrote Forrest off and probably showed that he can still make an impact against some of the some of the teams in the league, so fair play to him. I mean, 100 goals for Celtic and 99 assists is, is brilliant, and obviously just to, I did miss Frank McGarvey coming out. I was just a bit late getting to the game, but very emotional. I watched his video there as well, whereby and it doesn't sound as though things are going, going to go too well for him, and it might be his last visit to Celtic Park, so really sad news, but a great game for him to, to, to come and see, of course. Um Thought Burnaby looked really good getting down the wing. Um, I'm sure we'll get to the fact that he said I probably had another assist and we said a one seven one. We'll still be moaning about the refs in this podcast, don't worry about that. Um Jack and Marcus, I thought I was finished for his his first goal was great. It was a brilliant ball in by Burnaby. Thought some Aaron Moyes passing was exquisite. Thought he was great. Um obviously Forrest, man of the match with a hat trick. Um, looks apart very quick on the on the ball. He's balling for Forrest's first goal is excellent. Um, and Ralston, I think one of the I'm good mixed up. We scored that many goals. He put was it a bad? He put a great ball through for, and I think Bada cut it back for Jack and Marcus. He's saying the fifth goal was was great as well. So I thought I thought from start to finish we. We were just excellent. I thought it was a, a really an hands postacoglu this display of football and. As you say, it has been a wee bit difficult the last couple of games. 2-1 v Motherwell, 2-1 v St Johnston, um, in between some really hard European games that we haven't taken our chances in and we've been really, really punished and that's left us out the Champions League and the Europa League. Still there, but there's going to be an almighty challenge because we need to you know, go to the Bernabeu and get something as well as beat Shakhtar Donetsk. But just to touch on that, what I thought would have been a seventh goal. How does he give that foul against Burnaby? It really just looked like, oh, I can't have them one and seven one after Rangers get beat seven one. I'm going to blow my whistle. That is what that that looked like for, for Stephen McLean. Aye, I thought Stephen McLean was terrible. There was just uh, it's just his general refereeing was terrible. His fucking attitude was stinking. 
uh, I thought Ryan Portis was diving all over the place. It was mental. I'd never seen anything like it. And as you say, that one at the end, like, <laughs> it's... I was listening to the radio on the way home and there was people in uh, Clyde and it was your Gordon Duncan and Hugh Cavens. They they sort of, sort of patronised this guy that came on to moan about Stephen McLean and saying, oh, how come after a 6-1 win you're complaining about the referee? But you're just, you're labelled a conspiracy theorist if you wait until you lose games or draw games because of referees. So this is the time that you should be pulling it out. And it's... It, it was ridiculous. I think the standard of refereeing is terrible in Scotland. I don't think that VAR is going to help it that much. It might help with your odd offside or your odd one that they just see as too blatant to ignore with these new cameras that are uh, going to be in place from this weekend. But I think it's not really the lack of technology that's the biggest issue in Scottish refereeing. I think it is the standard of the clowns with a uh, referee uniform on. And uh, I don't know, I know. 10, 15 years ago when the refs went on strike we got some uh, referees in from other countries and look, we we recruit players from uh, abroad, we got a manager from Japan and I, I don't know why that the league and that shouldn't be looking to just improve the, the quality of the staff that they're hiring as well because as I say, I think it's the people that are officiating that are the problem uh, a lot more so than the lack of technology but uh, Danny will We'll circle back a bit to that uh, Leipzig game, as Tony said, it did end our aspirations of reaching the last 16 in Champions League, and uh, that defeat to Leipzig coupled with Shakhtar uh, unexpectedly getting a point against Real Madrid, so it was almost free, uh, leaves us in the unenviable task of uh, having to beat Shakhtar, which I think Celtic fans after the away game are quite hopeful that we should be able to do, but as Tony said, we now need to go to Bernabeu and uh, get something to have any hope of European football after Christmas. What was your thoughts on last week's display? Um, football were really poor for large parts of the game and kind of played into Leipzig's hands a wee bit. They were just happy to turn up and keep plugging away and eventually get a goal. Um, but our use of the ball was really poor for most of the game. Um, and then when we did use it right, we, we hurt them and created three or four good chances. Um, but I think it was just, I think over the, it's all right saying it after they take six points off you, but I think over the two games, it was pretty obvious that just style for style, Leipzig are a pretty bad matchup for Celtic because um, they seem to just have fitter, uh, bigger players, faster players at every kind of area of the pitch. And kind of ran out of the tapes, to be honest, and we, um, we never really tried then to combat it except play the way that we, we play and see what happens. And we should have scored a few goals, but maybe if we'd have took one of the chances, something might have been different. But as the second talk was going on, you just got the feeling that they were they were going to score. And and then, when, then ironically, when they did, we had a really good 10 minutes spare after it. Um, but then we lost a second goal. But um, when a draw get made, you, you want to compete in it. This is... This is what's annoying me about the Champions League is a lot of folk are saying that we're not competing. But you can compete with teams and still get beat after them. It's you know what I mean? It's fucking it's it, that's what fit back can be at times and there's no way after four games that we we should we deserve to be out of the Champions League with one point. There's just I mean, even though I've no I've said I thought we were quite poor against Leipzig, I think we outperformed them in the XG states. Not that I'm a massive fan of Stato, but it does prove that we're creating chances. Um, and it's better to be creating chances and not taking them and than not creating any chances at all, um, especially for the future, for, for what happens next year. 
when we're hopefully back in that Champions League. Um, but we need to take at least four points for the next two games to stay in Europe. Um, because as soon as as soon as I heard that Shakhtar were winning against Real Madrid, I knew that it was probably not going to be all night either. And somehow we'd end up out of Europe altogether, which would, which looks like it probably will happen anyway um, come the end of the group, which would be undeserved because we've put in three, I would say we've put in three really good performances and one against Leipzig at home, we just won the at it, but still could have been a different game if we'd taken our chances. And hopefully they just use it as a learning curve. Maybe have been caught out. I wouldn't say we've been fun out in the Champions League. I think we've maybe been caught out. Um, but it's promising for the future, Dan. But um, I think probably, obviously, if we got Europe, we'll rue that fucking track to away game. Well, we really should have took three points. But it, I've been encouraged. I've been really encouraged seeing us in the Champions League. And I know we'll do a proper round up after the Real Madrid game. But um, I'm... I'm actually I feel quite I feel quite sorry that for us that we're out and we're probably out of Europe after four games because the performances definitely don't deserve that that fate. No, I know I'm I'm with you. I think after the second game uh, away in Warsaw against Shakhtar, I, I think I says on here that I'd be gutted if you were to tell me that uh, after the group was done that we'd finish bottom because I just didn't believe it. I thought that the first game we obviously played well and I, I, I'm not even going to go too much in it because I don't want to round it up now because I want to hope that we can go out and get that victory next week uh, against Shakhtar and then go to, the, go to the Bellaboo with a dream like they'll they'll be through and you've just got to hope that I don't know they play their B team their C team their under 17 whatever whatever it would take but you've you've just got to hope that a miracle can happen I think it has been as, as you say it's the players have no let themselves down like it's just it has been the finishing it's just cost us like and these teams that are like Leipzig have spent a fortune Shakhtar I know they had to offload a lot of players but they're, they're far more Champions League regulars than we've been over the last 10-15 years and like even at that level like they've took their chances like they obviously they've, they got that victory on match day one in Leipzig and then uh, took one and a few chances against us and then even against Real Madrid like they they scored after just after half time and nearly held on for all three and like you hear that result it is just a sort of hammer blow to your hopes because I think everybody just sort of thought oh if if we can just get them Celtic Park get get them beaten get a better head to head and then hope that Leipzig eh, or that we match their result eh, on match day six it would uh, that that's the easy way to do it but that's the Celtic you never really get the easy way eh, to get progress and as I say I'm not going to wrap it up all about the group just now because we're only four games in you never know what could happen and we'll, I'm sure we'll speak about it after next week but uh, Andy just on the Leipzig game I, I don't think it was as clear cut chances as we'd missed in the previous few games obviously that first half in Leipzig especially we missed quite a few chances the Shakhtar game speaks for itself and Real Madrid game we had uh, shots hitting the post and a few other chances what did you make a last week what, what, what went wrong because obviously I know it's a few years since it been but what went wrong that we didn't beat Leipzig like we did in the Europa League a few years ago uh, it's hard to put your finger on exactly what went wrong I, th- I thought it was a poorest performance in the group stages so far um, but in saying that we still created chances Um like the Kyle go header sticks out massively to me. Like you've got a minimum hit the target by that, and um, there's obviously other chances that have happened in the game. But 
I'm not sure where it all sort of fell down. Um, it might just have been one of the nights where players and players will have half days at Hams. Um, but I don't think the campaign. I mean, we were all getting into that game saying, right, we need to beat this, and then we need to beat Shakhtar, and then bit of luck and a couple of prayers, and we, we, you never know, we might get through anyway, but it should never have came to that. Um, we played well enough and created enough chances in the three games prior that we shouldn't have been sitting in the position that we were, we won point, um, ultimately having to go and win the game. But, as I say, that's, that was probably our worst performance, and maybe the... Maybe the way the results had went prior had an impact on it. I'm I'm not sure, but it's, it's to try and take any positives away is like I say the fact that we were still creating chances um, is obviously something to look upon, and it's it's one of these things. I think you've you've got to take the take keep for the fact that we've we've played well enough um, that we're even having the discussion saying we shouldn't be in this position. Um, I you've not scored goals, but you've got to hope that uh, if you got. If, if, Touch would you end up in this position again next year? That it's it's a process. It's it's, it's something that we will improve on. Um, players will be better for the experience of playing in it, and and we can come back and, and improve on what we, whatever we do this year. I think that's what it's going to come down to. Now. Um, you've got two games left to to go and sort of make an impact. And I've got no doubt the players will want to finish the group in, in the best way possible. And um, they'll they'll be eyeing and they'll be out to try and get two victories. Um, even when they go to the Bernabeu, we all know how, how Angie's going to set the team up. He's going to set them up to attack and have a go in, in both games, and quite right. So it's I'm trying not to be too disheartened by it. It is what it is now, darling. It was, as I say, it was disappointing on the night, and it was, especially after, I know it was like a short period of time, but right at the very the, the chance we had right early in the first half, um, like the first five minutes or so, whatever it was, like, things like that, you get, you get right buzzing and um, then there's a buzz about the place. But I try not to do this heart and bit. And like you say, just look to the positives and you've got two games left. The players can still make an impact. With a bit of luck, you never know. You might drop into Europa League, but uh, it was it's the worst that we've played in, in the group stages so far, the Leipzig game. And, and hopefully we can put that behind us and take confidence. And like I say, players getting on the score sheet against Hibs will help that, hopefully. Aye, definitely, as you say, it seems to come uh, naturally to our players to finish the chances when it is against uh, teams in the league. Maybe it's a sort of psychological uh, blow or something, and maybe when you get that first win, and when each player gets a first goal, maybe it just will give them that confidence to realise that they can step it up a level, because I think the manager believes it, and there's been a lot in the performances so far that the support believe it as well but uh, Tony just before we move on if you get anything you want to add about the Leipzig game it's obviously there was good spells in the game but one point after four games isn't great no matter how well you play it's disappointing for sure um, I think I expected us to be sitting at least on maybe four or five points at this stage but I think his teams are just better than us, to be honest. I think Andy said we've not been in the Champions League on a consistent enough basis to to really complain. I think, look, if everybody's still going to be here next year, I'll be expecting a lot more. But I think it's been a harsh learning curve for the players. I mean, we, he played really well against Madrid for the first 45, then the up again and punishes. They missed chances there. Shakhtar, fucking hell, we missed chances Leipzig away, I think, I think we deserve to lose and, and they created the better of the chances. And then at home, v Leipzig, I didn't think we were great. Um, 
And I, th- I think Danny mentioned it there. They've quite an imposing team. They're a lot better physically. We still have chances. The likes of Jack Amakis, Kyogo, the header. Um, I think there was another chance. And maybe Aaron Moy could have shot and he tried to pull it back. But you would like to think we learn for these. And we've got six points still to play for. I think we can beat Shakhtar at home. But I think we almost did away in the Bernabeu. is now just going to be an experience as opposed to anything. But you don't know if they rest a lot of players. Maybe you sneak a draw and Leipzig beat Shakhtar. And if we could get Europa League for here, it would be an achievement and a half. Aye, definitely. I think you make a good point there about being uh, our first season in the Champions League in a good few years, because I know a lot of people were pointing out, oh, Club Bruges are top of their group and that, but they are, they've been in the Champions League five seasons in a row, if you and five seasons in a row in the Champions League, I'm pretty sure the results would start to come as well. And uh, Plus, I know Club Bruges are through Belgium, and people think that's sort of comparable with Scotland, but I think they spent £45 million, uh, in the summer as well, so it's obviously... A lot more than what we are spending, but I will we will look towards the Shakhtar game uh, later in the week. But uh, the next up is the Premier Sports Cup quarter final. Celtic travel to Fir Park to play Motherwell in uh, a quarter past six kickoff. It's good old Scottish football looking out for the fans as usual. Begin as a, a kickoff time just after rush hour and when people are still getting out of their work. Danny, what are you expecting from this game? We obviously played Malwell in the league eh, just over a week ago at Celtic Park. We won that game 2-1. Eh, obviously, a completely different prospect eh, a game coming up with one being at Fur Park and two being a one-off cup game. I think I think the, the team have played a wee bit more freer in the cup competitions in the range. Um, apart from the semi-final of the Scottish last year, but I know they've won every other game, so that point looks a bit mute. But they seem to play a wee bit, especially away from home. I think Ross County and the United last year, I'm sort of thinking of. Um, they were a wee bit more free-flowing. and Hopefully we'll get the same same tomorrow night. Mother will maybe want to concentrate in the league as well, but then they're not going to give up easily. They'll probably kick us off the park. Uh, failing that they did that. Uh, failing, seeing that they failed to do that yesterday, um, when they played their cousins, but um, it'll be a, another tough 90 minutes, but I think they want to win, oh, well, obviously they want to win as many trophies as possible, but you get the sense that Big Ange doesn't really like coasting, and you know, there isn't a sort, I don't think he's of the mindset, like it's just a League Cup, he wants to win it, he's won it last year, it's an important trophy to him. Um, and especially as well, you don't want to give other teams a taste of success. So, uh, a big important game. Fairly confident going in, I will say that. Um, I think Saturday's really... I wasn't worried about the season. I always thought they'd click back into gear eventually. Uh, but I thought the Motherwell game at home... I thought they played really well in that game. Celtic um, in the first half. And we're unlucky not to be three or four in front. And then, but Motherwell peg his back, and the, the nerves came in, and then you got Hattati scored the winner. And then, obviously, McGregor gets sent off, and folk want to come out and tell you how brutal it was. And, you know, we're rubbish. I just thought he played quite well. Um, and then all day, we did about five or six half them. Um, and then Saturday was a kind of boost for the whole team. Still good players like Jota and that to come back. I don't think he would risk uh, Jota and that. I think he, I th- I th- he might even start the same 11 that he did on Saturday. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, Maybe even bring Seagrass in for Hart and play play the ten that started Saturday. I really don't know, but um, I don't. I can't see him. I think it will be more like that team on Saturday than no. 
Um, and it'll be... I just, I, I'm at that point in the new with Celtic, and I know the World Cup's coming up in about three or four weeks, and it's thinking, but I'm at that point again where it's just when's the next game, when's the next game. I've been like that for about a year and a half now, um, since Ange came in. Um, it's just when's the next game, when's the next game, and thankfully for us, it's Wednesday night, but uh, it's a banana skin, make no doubt about that. I definitely, I think the sort of, the, the fact that you can get knocked out if you have an off night is uh, that sort of sudden jeopardy. Uh, so it's, it is a game we're going to have to turn up in, obviously, uh, with a good performance up at Dingwall in the previous round, where I think he made nine changes that day. Obviously, that was before we were right into our uh, three games a week, which were very much in uh, the flowy now, and we've obviously got that Hearts game on Saturday as well. Uh, so it's a very busy time, Andy. How do you see this game going, and can you see many changes being made? Obviously, there was five made on Saturday. Do you think, as Danny said, would you be looking to make minimal changes, or do you think Ange will maybe look to, uh, I don't know, you guys like maybe James McCarthy and Oliver Abelgard a bit more game time? Uh, I think, I don't think there'll be wholesale changes. I think you'll maybe see sort of two or three. Um, like if they'd maybe see this come in, or... Abligard or, or something like that. As I say, I don't think there'll be huge changes, um, but I do think he will utilise the squad. I'd be pretty surprised if he went out and, and played the exact same 11. Um, obviously, there is a couple of injuries and things as well, so I think it's a bit of management that you don't want to end up with even more of them. Um, so I would expect for the most part, you see a pretty similar team in terms of like Forrest should, I, I would expect him to play in like Burnaby and uh, probably keep Ralston in and things like that but um, I wouldn't be surprised uh, as you mentioned if you see Abligard maybe come back in for game time and um, McCarthy off the bench, maybe Seacrest I, I reckon you'll see sort of two or three changes to the starting 11 but it'll still be very very strong and similar to what played against Hibs um, and you see it's listen cup games are it's 90 minutes Um I've always got that sort of different element to them than a league match, um, especially with teams who are sort of so close for getting to Hamden when they, they sort of maybe know something they experience every year. Um, a, a lot of players in the teams will never have sort of come near silverware or anything, so they're obviously all up for it. One half games, anything can happen. Dodgy decision. We've seen enough of it through the years, you know how they can go, but um, I, I'm with Danny as well. I, think, I don't think the manager sort of treats it the way you see some managers treating lesser club comp- cup competitions, if you like, that's how they tend to look upon it. I don't think you're going to see that for Ange. I don't think we have. I think we'll be able to defend it, um, defend our trophy, and you see the team set about with the, the same principles that they always do, and I think for the first minute, we're strong 11, and it's. Um, I think there'll be a strong performance and another big result as well. Um, I'm hoping the Hibs game sort of turned us around a corner on um, we'll, we'll really start to sort of rack up the goals and in, in, in the free flow attacking football again. Aye, it'll be interesting to see it, but I think Andrew's fully committed to his squad. So I don't, if we do make six or seven changes, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, you've obviously, I think pretty much every sub that came off the bench on Saturday that done themselves uh, justice. Obviously, uh, Abada uh, set up a goal. He had Kyogo come on, who was very involved on Saturday as well. Uh, Daisameda got on the score sheet, of course, as well. And it's just one of the ones that's uh, I think whoever does line up, I think I don't think many people have many uh, complaints about it. And I, I know 
Tony, every time I ask you this, you seem to respond with the same statement that you've got full trust in whoever and sends out. Who do you think he'll send out? Because I know obviously Gigi uh, went down with a bit of an injury just before he scored his second goal and was then subbed off. Would you be surprised to see him left on the bench and maybe Kyogo brought back in from the start? I stand by that. I've faith the manager. Um, I think he'll pick quite a similar team. I don't think there's any need to make any major changes after a 6-1 win. Everybody played, it'll be buzzing. So hopefully Haxibanovic is fit to start again. Um, if TG's got a knock, I'm sure he'll bring in Kyogo. I've got no issues with that. And I don't know if he'll play Forrest again. If Joss fit, he'll maybe bring him back in or Maida. Um and maybe Boy would come out for to give Ablegard a shot. But even though we're missing a few players, I think we've still got a lot of quality. So I'm looking forward to the cup game. I didn't see any of Motherwell's game yesterday. I don't don't know how they got on, but um I think we could definitely go there and get a result and hopefully get us back to Hamden. Um made some record there for such a period of time. Obviously lost last time out, but it would be great to get back into a cup semi final. I definitely is as as you say, it's good to get an Aries sort of showpiece ends to the tournament and getting to Hamden and that. It's and a lot of people think it's a dumb, but they enjoy a wee trip to Hamden. Eh? But Tony, I'll just come to you first then, since you were last to speak. Eh? What's your prediction for Wednesday? Uh, 2-0 Celtic, Kyogo double. Eh, I'll go for 3-0 to Celtic, and I think that Matt O'Reilly, eh, Carter Vickles and Jack and Marcus will get the goals. Andy, what are you going for? Eh, I'm going to say 3-1. I reckon they'll get an early goal in the first sort of 10, 15 and we'll respond pretty much instantly. Uh, I reckon Forrest will set a goal up um, for Jackie Marcus and then I think we'll go for Burnaby and Hitai in the score sheet as well. There they are. Like it. And what about you, Danny? You're down as off there. Fourth Celtic win, I hope. Aye, I, th- I think it'll be 4 nothing. Um be tough early on, but I think we'll, we'll have the right attitude, we'll have the right mindset, we'll score a few goals. And we'll be two not up at off time and get another two in the second half as goal scorers. Uh, Burnaby will get his first goal, so, so will Aaron Moy, and Abada will get two. There you go, that's two years predicted Burnaby getting his first Celtic goal so just remember if you want to go to the bookies and put a pound on that, you'll put a pound on and you will lose a pound so good luck to you if you do that uh, That's it for us, it's good to be back, we will be back after the Motherwell game with a look towards the Hearts game and maybe a wee bit more talk about how VAR will affect our games uh, but I thanks everybody for taking the time to listen and we will speak to you later in the week, cheers
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.